Welcome to the Deepwater Podcast. I'm Dave Mercer. I'm James Judd. And our goal on this podcast is to learn to make disciples the way Jesus made disciples. Yes, sir. Welcome to another Deep Water Podcast episode where we're learning to make disciples like Jesus made disciples. Today, we're actually not going to talk as much about making disciples. I just want to talk about Jesus for a minute. And what I want to talk about is the silence before Easter morning became Easter morning. This weekend, we went to the Kenton Eastern Pageant in the western panhandle of Oklahoma. If you ever get a chance, I highly encourage you to go. It's really cool. They do this pageant out on the uh, out on this mesa, on the side of a hill of a mesa. It's really cool. It's just a, a nice experience in this beautiful, beautiful area. So on sun, Saturday night, they do it, and they end Saturday night with Jesus hanging up on a cross. And then Sunday morning, you get up way early, and you get out there. And Sunday morning, it starts off, Jesus is in the tomb, and they've already got guards posted there and marching their path back and forth. And after a little bit, all the cars get there, and they they have an opening prayer, welcome everyone to the pageant, and they begin. And the guards just keep walking back and forth and back and forth. And they play a couple songs. And they keep walking back and forth and back and forth. And, you know, today in this fast-paced world, you know, we're going things, we're doing things. We have, you know, the the TV movie complexes, you know, done these great jobs of learning to tell more intense stories and keep you captivated and grab you quicker. And, you know, just it's, you don't wait for anything, right? It's all high speed, and, and they, they try not to have any spark of the movie or the TV show that drags. It's all moving forward. And so here it is, and it's like, it's a little bit dragging. And the guys are walking back and forth and back and forth, and it was it was chafing on me a little bit. But then I got to thinking, you know, that really was, for those guards that morning, it, it was really like that. You know, they've been guarding this tomb for three days. And, you know, they're they're Roman soldiers. They're very familiar with racial violence. You know, this isn't their first rodeo in Judea. It's not their first crucifixion, probably. I don't think these are the guys that crucified him, but they're the ones guarding the tomb. They've been around. They know what a mob is like. They've learned to watch out for zealots. You know, like... They're they're used to this, and and maybe the first night, you know, when they or the first day, and they're like, okay, we need this tomb guarded because his disciples are going to come, and and you've probably been around too. You've heard about this guy Jesus, maybe that all the Jews are going out to see and gro- growing lots of crowds because you know it's the army's job to know where crowds are. It's kind of stuff. But in the morning, it's by the third day, and it's quiet. And they've already figured out, man, these guys, his disciples aren't doing anything. There were no uproars. We haven't really heard anything. In fact, it was the you know, it was the Jewish priests themselves, the leaders that maybe sometimes they were the instigators of other problems for the soldiers, but today 
you know, they were on the, they were on the side against this guy, you know, and, but nothing's happened there and it's just quiet and they're just doing their duty, standing in front of a tomb, sealed up with a big rock, nothing going on. It's quiet. They walk back and forth, keep an eye out, but not exactly ready for violence at any moment, like if you really think somebody's coming. Just quiet. And then all of a sudden, kaboom! You know, the earth shakes, and there's this huge earthquake, and it it said the the guards fell to the ground as though dead. You know, and I can only imagine the presence of God being there. And the earthquake, and it's so violent, and you just, you're like this brave Roman soldier, and you are quivering down on the ground as though dead. And the tomb opens, and out comes this man that was supposed to be dead, was dead. He'd, he'd been crucified. This is all verified. He's in the tomb. He's been there. Haven't heard a rattle, sound, nothing. And, you know, we don't know. It says, you know, they fell to the ground as though dead. We don't know if any of them had passed out, if they were conscious. You know, if there was anyone that, had, that watched Jesus walk out of the tomb physically, it would have been one of them Roman soldiers. We don't know what they what that did to him. We don't know how they processed that. We do know that later they took a bribe to say his disciples had stole him. I just think about that quietness. And then the ground shakes. Jesus comes out of the tomb. And in our lives, a lot of times I think there's times where we we sit and we're quiet and we're waiting. And sometimes we think, man, nothing is going on here. And it may be, you know, in one of our ministry things, or it may be in the lives of somebody that we we love that's lost, and we're like, man, nothing's happening here. Nothing's going on in our town. Nothing's happening in my church. Until, ba-boom, until Jesus comes, Jesus rises from the dead. So I want to give you that hope that in the quiet times and the stillness when you think all is lost and nothing's going on, that Jesus is working at any point in time he may be ready to show himself on the scene. And when he does, the earth is going to shake, things are going to move, things are going to change, and it'll be good. That's what I've got for you this week. Hope you guys have a great week. I hope you spend this week marveling, just marveling at how awesome Jesus is. One of the things I love about a play, especially when this this one they really try to stay as accurate as they can, all the dialogue is from the Bible as far as I can tell. Um, trying to stay accurate, but I like I like him picturing like how does someone else picture this unfolding? And I think that's good for us to do to picture the stories. How did this look? What did it look like? Where did they walk? How did they look? Were they tired? Where you know, all these things, even the things we don't know, just trying to imagine it and, and bring in that story out in our lives in another way. Anyway, I encourage you to do that as well. I hope you have a great week. Go and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, and teach them to obey everything that Jesus commanded. We'll see you guys next week.